This episode, we cover in painful detail how to fast track your podcast growth by focusing on your analytics. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. Hello, my name is Anthony Winery, and in this episode, you will discover why you need to start reading your podcast analytics more to gain a competitive edge, how analyzing listener data can give you a perfect guide on how to refine your podcast structure, the content itself, the content strategy, and the marketing strategy to help you attract and retain loyal listeners. And finally, simple steps you can start taking today increase your show's retention time, recurring listenership, and growth rate based on your analytics. Now, before we dive straight into that, this is a subject within the podcast space that doesn't get the attention it deserves. I barely hear anyone in the space talking about how to use analytics to make data-informed decisions on how to grow your podcast. And it's a shame because this is so important and so vital for your podcast success. Essentially, if you think about it, your podcast success depends on how well your content resonates with your audience over a prolonged period of time. If you have an episode that resonates with your audience, that's great. But if the podcast itself doesn't resonate with your audience, that's not great because you're gonna have a massive influx in a particular episode, but you struggle to retain your listeners long-term. The success of your podcast depends on how well your content resonates with your audience over a prolonged period of time. And by measuring your data, by looking at your podcast analytics, it gives you amazing insights into what's working and what's not. This allows you to optimize your strategies and deliver the best content to your audience. That is your competitive advantage, being able to provide the highest value to the listeners compared to any other show out there. And it's impossible to do that if you don't look at your data, if you don't look at the analytics and know how to make those data-informed decisions. So with that being said, I get it, you get the point, it's super important, yada, 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 blah, 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 and cool, we get that. So what are the common mistakes I see on a day-to-day basis, either within our academy, the Get More Listens Academy, or just on a day-to-day basis with podcasts on a strategy session or a discovery call, it's really this. Number one, completely overlooking the podcast analytics entirely not having a proper way to make data-driven decisions based on the daily trends and patterns, which is like driving with blindfolds on, not knowing what speed you're going at or what direction you're moving at. It's dangerous. I say dangerous, that's a bit dramatic, um, but it doesn't help you make the best decisions moving forward. Whereas when you start collecting your data, it's so important because it allows you to understand how well your podcast is performing. You can identify the trends And then from those trends, you can make data-driven decisions. Data-driven decisions. That is your competitive advantage. That is your competitive edge. Because here's the thing. Let's say your podcast is phenomenal. And again, I know the content you produce is amazing. Most podcasts that we speak to, their content is phenomenal. However, if you have two podcasts, the same personalities, same level of expertise, same same level of authority, 
and they both start a podcast. Out of the two, which podcast is going to gain traction faster? The podcaster that looks at the data regularly and then improves and iterates, doubling down on what they can see as working, or the podcaster that's kind of just guessing along, hoping that they're making the right decisions, inviting random guests on, inviting guests that they might like but doesn't quite align with their audience. Which podcast would gain traction faster? Which podcast would have a highly engaged audience? And which podcast would get to a monetized show faster? To me, the answer is pretty obvious. To me, it's the podcaster that's looking at their data and understanding what's working and what's not. Why? Because they can clearly see what is working and what is not. Whereas other podcasts, although they have the same level of expertise, the same authority in the space, they can't gain that traction because they're not looking at the data of what's working. They're hoping growth happens rather than being able to double down and allow the data to direct them. I personally believe your podcast is here to serve your audience. This podcast is here to serve you. If I ignored the data and didn't look at what was working and what was not, I'll just be guessing. That's not me serving you guys. That's just me feeding my own ego, doing what I want to do without thinking about you. The second mistake we see commonly made is being fixated solely on the monthly downloads or the per episode downloads numbers. Now, while this is amazing when the count's high, and yes, it's very appealing and it's a nice feeling that you get when the show is growing, growing, growing month by month, this doesn't necessarily give you the best direction on how to increase that growth, right? So constantly looking at your monthly download numbers without diving a bit deeper into what they mean and how to optimize doesn't do much for you. So yeah, sure, it's exciting. I get it. When your podcast is growing, it's great. When when the podcast isn't growing, it's terrible and you can start to panic. And that's the issue. Regardless of if the podcast is doing well or if the podcast is not doing well, looking at your data and understanding how to improve the podcast gives you a level of confidence in terms of the direction, in terms of what to do next. So again, yes, it's exciting, but don't get hung up on your monthly downloads alone. It's like focusing on only the number of people passing by your lemonade stand without knowing if they're actually buying and loving your lemonade. So what you need to focus on instead of looking at your you know, monthly downloads, look at the engagement metrics. Look at your retention time. Look at the interaction to get a much clearer picture on the health of your show, on how well your content is resonating with your audience. We're going to delve into how to do that a little bit later and really what we mean by, you know, user engagement metrics and retention time. We'll delve into that a little bit later, but just showing you how, again, you shouldn't focus on just solely download numbers. Look at the engagement side of things. That's so much more important. The third common mistake we see podcasters making is failing to experiment and iterate based on what they find and their observation. So imagine, you know, you're sticking to a format that isn't resonating with your audience and you just decide, hey, you know what, that's just for me, that's what I want to do. If that's the case, don't complain when the listeners don't stick around and you don't gain traction fast. If the podcast is for you, great, so be it. Don't worry about the numbers. Most podcasters, the majority of podcasters, it's not. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast right now, it's because you want to grow faster. It's because you want a bigger audience. It's because you want to build your authority in your space. You want to fast track your way to a monetized podcast. So you can't afford to look at the data, see clearly what's working, and then not act on that. Action is so important. Being able to iterate based on your finding is vital. 
And the fourth mistake we see podcasters make, not reviewing the data enough. This needs to be a continuous process where you plan, experiment, observe, looking at the feedback, and then repeat that process all over again based on the data you're given. When you don't look at the data either at all or just once in a while and it's not part of your routine, it's very hard to have a pulse on what your audience loves. It's very hard to make the best decisions on an ongoing basis. Because if you're doing it every three months, every four months, you don't really have an eye on what's going on. By that point, it might be already too late. And I say already too late, it's never too late. What I really mean is by that point, when it's not regular, you're already three months deep in, potentially moving down the wrong direction, potentially sabotaging your growth because you're covering content your listeners don't want. You would have noticed that your listeners weren't engaging with a particular type of content when you're looking at the data on a regular basis. And that's it. So let's recap. So the four most common mistakes I see podcasters making on a day-to-day basis is number one, overlooking the data and your podcast analytics. Number two, solely fixating on the download numbers. So how many downloads am I getting each month? Number three, failing to experiment and iterate based on the findings and observation. And number four, not reviewing the data at a regular schedule. So that begs the question, and I get why it's important. I really understand why I need to look at my analytics. But dude, I'm not going to lie to you. It's overwhelming. I have no idea where to start. and I don't even know how I'd make these data-driven decisions. Like, what do I do? Where do I start? I know that my numbers are growing at a slow and steady rate, but I also know they're not growing as fast as they're like. Here's what you should do instead. I'm going to make this super simple, and I'll tell you the exact process we'll take our clients through to help them get a better understanding of what's going on in terms of their podcast analytics. Step number one. Get comfortable looking at your numbers. Step number two, find out what the most popular topics are using your analytics. Here's how. You need to log into your hosting platform, whether that's Buzzsprout, Captivate, whichever platform it is. Log in and simply export the data you're given by these platforms. And the next thing you need to do is open up Excel or Google Sheets whichever you prefer. For me, it's personally Google Sheets, but for you, whichever it is. So open up Excel or Google Sheets. Step two, export all of the data that's given to you by Buzzsprout or whatever hosting platforms you're on. Captivate Buzzsprout, it doesn't matter. The point is you need to export the titles as well as the total downloads for that episode. The next thing you need to do is to categorize the episodes within your podcast into four different topics. So for example, if your podcast is about health and fitness, your four topics could be weight loss, bodybuilding, mindset, dieting. For you, it's going to be totally different depending on what your podcast is and the topics you cover. If it's personal development, it could be it could be routines, law of attraction, manifestation, journaling. Just an example. The point is, to categorize your episode types into four different topics. So now that you have the different topics, you need to work out how many episodes have I covered on each topic. So for weight loss, how many times have I covered weight loss on my podcast? For bodybuilding, how many times have I covered bodybuilding on my podcast? For mindset, how many times have I covered mindset on my podcast? For dieting, how many times have I covered dieting on my podcast? 
The point here is you want to get a total count for the number of times you've covered that particular topic. Then after you get that, you can work out the average number of downloads per topic. And this gives you an amazing oversight because you can now clearly see, number one, how many times you've covered a particular topic, and number two, how popular is that topic based on the average download for that topic. So again, you can now see the popular topic, and you can also see the unpopular topic. This helps you have a bird's eye view of, okay, it seems like I'm covering loads about weight loss. I've got 10 episodes out about weight loss, but my average download is 250. Whereas I've got three episodes on bodybuilding and my average download is 500. Holy crap, okay, that's interesting. I wonder what that is. From here, he gives you a clear oversight on exactly what's working and what is not. Step one, get comfortable looking at your numbers. Step two, find out what the most popular topic are based on your analytics. Step three, it's now time to start building out your content strategy based on the winning topic, meaning your most popular topic. So if you want to grow for now, put your feelings aside. Look at the numbers because numbers don't lie, you know, and then give your listeners more of what they want. So like I mentioned, if you see that bodybuilding is the most popular topic, dive a bit deeper into that. For one of our clients, his podcast was called Toolbox Talks for Electricians. He was actually able to scale this podcast from zero to 5,000 monthly downloads, 90 days after implementing a lot of our strategies within the Get More Listens Academy. So for Ben, what this looked like was he was covering loads of different topics within uh, he was covering loads of different topics within the electricians, whether that's how to manage your time, how to make more money, how to feel less stressed. And because we looked at his data frequently, we realized a lot of the episodes about making money as a self-employed electricians were super popular. So we decided just to double down on that. And we created episodes, like almost spin-off episodes, looking at different angles. So for example, how to get more business once you go self-employed as an electrician how to fill your calendar up with appointments, how to make the most out of your email list to get more money, the common mistakes self-employed electricians make that lose them money. The point is, we found a topic that was working and we just doubled down. So for you, how can you start doing the exact same? Step number four, look at the retention time. It's so important that you focus on engagement over just your monthly downloads, over just the listenership overall. Why? Because simply put, just because you have people showing up doesn't mean they're engaged. How well you can engage your audience over the entire podcast shows how much they resonate with the content you're producing. And why is this important? Well, higher engagement means more impact, means you're adding more value to your listeners. It means less waste of time from your end because you're making content people love and resonate with and overall, it leads to you making more money, period. Having a high retention time on your podcast episodes means your listeners are listening to the majority of your content. They're listening to the majority of the episode. So retention time equals how long listeners listen to your podcast episodes. A higher retention times equals better user engagement. Better user engagement equals you ranking higher on search because look, if you're trying to rank high on Apple and Spotify, they they care about recommending the best content to their users. When you have a higher retention time, this tells Apple and Spotify your content is good. 
Hence the high retention time. So again, it leads to you ranking higher on search. Ranking higher on search equals Apple and Spotify recommending your show to new listeners. Apple and Spotify recommending your show to new listeners equals more exposure for your podcast. And of course, more exposure for your podcast equals an increased listenership. A rapidly growing listenership leads to a monetized podcast. And that is the importance of having a higher retention time on your show. So how do you figure this stuff out, right? Because I'm sure you're thinking, well, my podcast is amazing, and I don't know what the hell you're talking about. My listeners love it. I've got so many loyal listeners who mention and speak to me. I've got my loyal listeners who tell me how amazing the episode is. Again, I believe you, but let's take a look at things objectively. And the best way to do that is by logging into Apple Podcast Connect or Spotify Analytics for Podcasters. These are the two platforms you can get signed in on, log in, use in, of course, your hosting platforms and your podcast details. And it will tell you the average retention time of each podcast episode. If your retention time is, let's say, lower than 17, we need to increase that. So again, make sure we're hitting the highest standard for your show. 70%, I'll probably say, is the sweet spot. But we need to get it higher than that. Again, I want to set very high expectations and standards for you, for our clients, for everyone within the Get More Listeners Academy and within our community here at why your podcast isn't growing. So how do you do this? If you look at your average retention time and see that is below 70%, here are a few things you can start doing today to help you increase that. Number one, start each episode with a stronger hook. So at the start of your podcast, 30 seconds in, sell the listen to your listeners. Confirm to them that they are in the right place. This can be a bold statement or a big promise you give to your listeners, right? The point is you hook them in and tell them, you hook them in and sell the listen. Give them a reason to stick around. What I like to do and what our clients in the Get More Listeners Academy like to do is simply this. We also add three benefits that they'll gain by sticking around to the end we call these open loop hooks because we're open a loop giving them a promise and for us to fulfill on that promise requires our listeners to listen all the way to the end to gain those benefits so again three open loop hooks focusing on the benefits your listeners will gain Massive bonus points, by the way, where you open loop hooks, when you're able to add intrigue, Y, X, Y, and Z, you know, that really worked exceptionally well in keeping people engaged. So number one, start each episode with stronger hooks. Number two, analyze where your audience starts to drop off, right? So if you can clearly see, oh, at the start of my episode, people just drop off straight away, maybe it's about your hook. Maybe they dropped off, let's say, you know, quarter of the way through the episode, Maybe the audio quality itself isn't that good. If that's the case, review it. You know you know better than myself if the audio quality is good, bad, or okay. And simply improve on that. Maybe your guest audio quality isn't that good. Okay, how can I work on that during post-edit? How can I use Descript or a specific, produ- um, or a specific podcast production tool to help me improve the audio quality of my show? Maybe I just have to buy a better mic. Again, most podcasters, their mic quality is actually really good. It's rare that we find a podcast where the audio quality is bad. But if that's the case for you, change that. The next thing is looking at, okay, when people dropped off, was I going on too many tangents? Was I talking about X, Y, and Z that didn't relate to the topic? Again, if that's the case, keep more on topic. 
cut out the BS, cut out the fluff, give people what they came for. Whatever the issue is, there's normally a very simple solution. I'll give you a few, but it's really down to you to start thinking about, okay, why are people dropping off you know, halfway through the episode? What did I ask? Did I go off on a tangent? Did the audio quality drop? Was I way off topic? What are the specific reasons? And then simply and simply iterate in the episodes to come. The third thing, cut your episodes into two parts if your retention time is consistently below 50%. Um, now, there's a lot of mixed emotions and feelings about this, but here's my thinking behind this. I personally think if it's consistently below 50%, you need to cut the episode in half. So let's say your podcast is an hour long. For whatever reason, your listeners just tend to drop over a 30-minute mark consistently. And you looked at audio quality, it's completely fine. You recognize that you stay on topic, but for whatever reason, they keep dropping off. This might be an indication that a lot of your listeners might be going on commutes. Or they might be going on a walk. But their behavior on average when they're consuming your podcast is for 30 minutes. So let me let me reword that. Most of your listeners spend 30 minutes listening to your podcast because they're doing a very specific activity that takes that particular time. Again, this is a complete assumption. Um, so I'm not going to sit and pretend as if that's absolutely the reason. However, when you split your episodes into two parts you now increase the perceived value of the content you're giving to your listeners. Because here's the thing, they're left wanting more rather than getting bored, losing interest or switching their attention onto a different task. So make life easy for them. Split it into two parts. You're able to create more content. You're able to add an additional touch point during the week. So three things you can do to increase your retention time. Number one, add a stronger hook. Number two, Analyze drop-off points and iterate based on your observation. Number three, cut your episode in half if your retention time on each episode is consistently 50% or less. Now, finally, step number five. So, so far, we've covered step one, getting comfortable looking at your analytics. Step two, finding out what the most popular topics are using your analytics. Step three, building a content strategy based on the winning topics, the most popular topics that you found out. Step number four, looking at your retention time and focusing on increasing the engagement with your listeners. And then step number five, the final step. Once you've got all of these things in place, once you know which topic is the most popular, once you have a game plan in terms of how to take action and actually iterate, it's really important to set a regular time in a month to review and analyze the performance of the podcast based on the changes you make. When you set aside a specific date or interval, it helps you get clarity to be able to identify the trends, to extract valuable insight on a regular basis. Whether that's just once a month, you look at what's working, what's not. So for you, mark down in your calendar when that day is going to be. Maybe it's at the start of the month. Maybe it's at the end of the month. Once you start going through this process of looking at your data, making changes, you have to regularly check up on what's working and what is not. And yeah, and, and that's really it. You know, I don't want to complicate it. I don't want to overwhelm you. I don't want to confuse you. But again, this show is all about giving you clarity of why your podcast isn't growing and what you can start doing to fix that, how you can start getting more listeners, how you can start picking up traction, with today's focus being on looking at your podcast analytics. By delving into this data, you can gain valuable insights into your audience, 
You can identify the episodes and topics which resonate with your listeners the most, understanding their preferences, understanding their behavior, having more of a pulse on what is working and what is not, looking at interest by engagement patterns. All of this gives you a wealth of information on how to improve and grow your podcast. To wrap things up, remember, measuring and analyzing are the fundamentals for podcast growth. If you're trying to establish your expertise, build your authority and fast track your growth, this gives you a head start. Setting the foundations, looking at your podcast analytics on a regular basis. By analyzing the listener behavior, it helps you make data-driven decisions. It gives you direction, but more importantly, conviction in terms of the topics you're covering, in terms of the guests you're inviting back onto your podcast, in terms of the format of your show. It helps you make a well-rounded podcast. Remember, podcasting is an iterative process. You need to create those feedback loops for yourself to consistently improve on the show. And finally, as you analyze the data, keep an open mind, be willing to experiment and iterate. Use the data and insights you've gathered to refine your content, your episode structure, and even your marketing efforts. That's the beauty of podcasting. This, these things are so flexible, but you have to be able to adapt and evolve based on what your listeners want, based on the feedback you're getting from the data. If you've listened to this episode all the way to the end, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I genuinely mean that. I know these episodes can get very intense, they're very in-depth, can feel probably overwhelming at times, but I'm, I'm trying my best to break these topics down into the fundamental levels and, of course, giving you the steps you need to take to apply that. Um, I absolutely hate it when I listen to a podcast or a YouTube video or a webinar where it's kind of filtered content and, and, and I believe that you... Um, have the capacity to take all this information on and apply it for yourself. I don't want to filter anything. I want to give you the raw value and raw data of what we know works for our clients, of the exact steps we're taking for our clients as well, because that's the only way you get the best results. And the reason why I do this is because I think it's super important to differentiate our podcast from anything else out there. So I hope so far you've had that experience in terms of the raw value we try to provide and I try to provide on this show. An additional thing that I want to do to say thank you is in the show notes, the first link will be a link to our retention time cheat sheet that's normally only exclusive to our one-on-one -on -one clients within the Get More Listeners Academy, which is a program helping coaches, experts, and business owners fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new highly engaged listeners to generate more leads for their business or to generate more business for their business and, of course, to attract the right clientele. The point is we're helping, um, again, experts, business owners, and coaches. This is the cheat sheet that we give them um, for the paying clients. I want to give that to you because I want to make sure you have all the resources you need to, again, fast-track a slow and steady growth and build a highly engaged audience. It's going to be a first link in the description. And with that, at the bottom of the page as well, um, on this cheat sheet, you'll also get examples of initial hooks and initial open loop hooks. So these are what we have on our intros um, and these examples taken from past clients of how they've adapted their shows and how they're using the initial hooks and open loop hooks to encourage their listeners to listen through most of the podcast to increase the retention time. 
So again, that's all there for you. You don't have to add in your email. You don't have to add in anything like that at all. It's totally free. Just a way to say thank you. I appreciate you. And honestly, I couldn't do this without you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And that's a little gift for sticking around all the way to the end. And if you are on Apple, you probably won't be able to click the link. So just visit www.getmorelistens.com slash retention time cheat sheet.